Well, greetings and welcome to Dr. Annette West Speaks podcast. As always, I'm excited to have you on the show listening with us. You know, our show has been active since October. Every Thursday, we've been um, presenting a different episode. I'm excited to say this is our 25th episode of season one. After today, we will be taking a two-month break, preparing for the next 25 episodes to come forward. While we are away from the show, we will still be engaged. I want you to make sure that you follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter. You can follow my YouTube page. You may also, um, on Facebook, join my group, Dr. Annette West Speaks, where I'm consistently presenting um, different episodes on there, sharing some thoughts, and um, you'll be able to follow me while we are on break from the show, but still stay engaged. So I'm really excited today because as we're going to close out this season, we will be ending with a gentleman by the name of Michael Allen LeBorn, and he is the author of the book, The Master Narrative. Welcome, Michael. Ebony. Good to have you with us. Can you hear me, Michael? Yes, ma'am. Okay, great. Seemed like it was just going down a little bit, but good. I'm glad that you're here with us on today. And so as we get started, Michael, just share a little bit about yourself with our listeners so they can get a feel for who you are. Okay. Um, My wife and I, we live in a small town in Illinois. We are, um, if one thing could really describe our life, it's community. Uh, We care very deeply about just loving people. Um, (laughs) That's, that's honestly, that's our heartbeat. I mean, I spent a lot of time studying um, the word and, and growing in my understanding of God. But the thing that really uh, I'm passionate about is loving people. Um, we're constantly surrounded by people and we spend a lot of time teaching uh, and helping others just come into a real understanding of God. And that's, that's really how we live our lives. Sounds like the a Jesus model. <laughs> he was in com- community with his disciples. And, and, and others around him. So um, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's the way we should be. Let's put it that way. And Absolutely. so, <laughs> and so um, how did you come up with this idea of writing a book called The Master Narrative? Well, I've been making disciples for um, all of my adult life, honestly, for well over 10 years. And uh, one of the things that I noticed is that uh, even those who are in ministry, even those who've been in ministry for a long time, um, really don't understand the word uh, in its entirety. Um, we can all pull out, you know, the, the texts that are taught on a line in church and can give you understanding on that. But, uh, but the majority of the church is really missing this, this theme that's running through the word of God's love and God's heart for humanity. Um, and so I just, I, I just been passionate for a long time about teaching people how to how to really take God's word and understand it um, accurately. Um, And so I just decided I'm just going to put this on paper and and, and see what God does with it. Okay, awesome. Now, you've written other books and resources before. So 
So why does this book stand out? Because th this book, um, a, a lot of times when you write a book, and you know this because you write, a lot of times when you write a book, you're really you're focusing on a specific type of people. Um, you're, you're either looking at someone who's in ministry or somebody who is, you know, uh, seeking something deeper or somebody who's a little deeper already and wants a little more understanding. Uh, this book is for every Christian. This book is for, for every believer, every person who's hungry uh, to walk with God, um, because the heart of it is literally just to look at God's word and to love it and to cherish it. Uh, it's something that I think if the church would grasp, the world would change. Okay. Now, when you say the if the if the church would grasp, the world would change. What would that What would that look like? What do you think that should look like? Um, what I mean by that is that as as, as a generation. Um, we're very, we're very experience oriented. Um, we, we've made church a, a lot of times about, uh, the experience of church, you know, learning from our pastor and having our fellowship time. And, um, we're not, we're not a very outreaching generation. Um, and a lot of that is because when people have questions, we don't understand how to answer them. A lot of that is because when we read the word, we don't, we don't grasp what God is asking us to do. We don't grasp what God is saying, and we don't really grasp who God is. Um, so I think that, if the entire generation of the church would just grasp what it means to look at God's word and to see him, I think how we live our lives would change in such a way uh, that what Jesus left us to do would get finished. Mm. Now, when you say what Jesus left for us to do would get finished, are you speaking of the great commission or? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so um, the great commission is, not just some people doing, but everybody being actively engaged. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I feel that. <laughs> I feel I feel that because I just believe it's important um, for those of us who claim that we follow him, that we align with what he has said for us to do. So that's wonderful. Now, you mentioned in your book that... Um, you're not giving us everything we need in the book, but you're giving a con a contextual overview. What is a contextual overview for for us? What I mean by that is, like I mentioned earlier, I, I think that that um, in the word God is giving us a story. God is he's sharing one thought. To be honest with you, there's we like to look at the word as if it's you know millions of different subjects and all these different ideas and concepts and theologies. But the truth is, this is just A to B. God made his image. His image broke. God restored his image. It's, it's just this one theme of God's pursuit of the thing that he has treasured since before time began. And a lot of times when we take scripture and we just look at it in, in its own right, we miss that. We miss the beauty of what God is doing. So what I do in the master narrative is I try to give you that beauty. I try to just show you what is God doing so that as you read those individual passages, you know where to fit them. You know how they apply to what God is doing. You know how to, to look at them from, a, from the way God intended you to look at them. And it's just easier to not take things out of context when you really understand the story that's being told behind it. Okay. So do you think, um, do you think that um, part of the problem is people are just not ingrained in digging into depth of study and oftentimes when they are presenting it's more of trying to give people a feeling instead of giving them necessarily truth 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's I, I don't want to say it's anyone's fault in particular, but I right. think that especially in the West, um, we're really taught that it's um, that it's our pastor's job to really give us some understanding of who God is rather than the word of God's job. Um, and, and I don't want to speak for everybody. Right. I, I don't know everybody's life. Right. But I, I can I know plenty of Christians where I've I've started to pour into their life and, and, and then I've realized you're not reading this thing. You're not, you're not seeking God. You're letting me teach you. And that's something that I, I really want to, I really want to help this generation of the church to come out of. I, I really want them to understand that, especially regarding the old Testament, because as you can probably attest, a lot of people just don't love it. They, they, they love, they love Jesus and what Jesus has done for them, but they don't really love the old Testament, but there's so, so much beauty in what God has in, in the stage that God has set for us in the story of Israel. Uh, and so that's really my heart. So how does how does one fully align correctly if if we follow Christ do we follow in, in what you're sharing it, uh will the reader gain a sense that they need to align with Old Testament scripture or that they just need to know certain things from Old Testament scripture Well that's a good question because I, I do, you're right, I do need to clarify that. I'm not, I'm not teaching in any way that you are required to follow the feast okay. days or that you need to cover your head or anything like that. That's okay. not, that's not what I'm after. But if you, if you pay attention to the Book of Acts specifically, and when you see the demonstration of the gospel happen, you'll notice that that what Jesus did is often laid on a foundation of what God did in Israel. Um, and and some somewhere along the line, we decided that their story didn't matter. But the truth is, what God did in them is God showing us his desperate attempt to reach us. And there's so much beauty in the cross that's lost if we don't see the journey, if we don't see how God walked and fought for us, if we don't see how he chased us, if we don't see what he had to push through to get to us. Um, for instance, just, just looking at the over the overall story of Israel, how, how God pulled a people for himself and, and, and for thousands of years fought to shape them and, and to demonstrate to the world that he was their God and to demonstrate to the world what righteousness could look like and, and how they were unable to achieve it without him. Just that that thousands of years of God's effort to reach me is lost completely if I don't know the story of Israel. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think one of the things um, is that sometimes people just don't know. and just because we don't know doesn't mean we don't need to know. Absolutely. And just because we don't know doesn't mean that we shouldn't be willing to hear what others may need, what others may be sharing. I guess that's what I want to say. And then we, and then we can choose our, our truth in alignment with scripture. Absolutely. And that's really my heart with this book. I'm not, I mean, and you've read the book. I'm not really giving you a ton of teaching on what scripture means. My heart is just to give you the information um, that's not as readily available so that as you read it, you're properly informed so that you can look at it and say, this is what it was like in this day. This is what is, this is what Isaiah was going through. This is where Ezekiel lived. This is what Daniel was facing when, when he said these things. This is what they mean based on how he was experiencing life. That's my heart is to just set that platform because not everybody knows how to how to find that information it's not as readily available as it would have been a few hundred years ago so i just wanted to to help people to approach god's word as as deeply as they want to without having to fight for the information 
because you already fought to dig for this information. So that's good. <laughs> sure did. And it took a lot of work, let me tell you. So um, you, you mentioned in here, like the point of the master narrative. So this is in alignment with what you're saying is to help the reader understand how the many pieces of God's word fit into one story so that they can accurately contextualize it as they study. Yes, ma'am. And then you said reading it cover to cover is the best way to do that. So when you say cover to cover, are you meaning like, are you talking about from the beginning of Genesis to the end of, to the end of the Bible? Or are you just maybe someone grabbing a particular book and ensuring that they're reading it from the beginning of that book to the end to fully grasp what that, that story is? You know, both, both. Okay. Um, one of the things that, that I used to do when I would when I would teach people and make disciples is I would just, you know, pick a book of the Bible, depending on where they were at in life, and try to walk through them uh, through that book with them first. Um, but I've realized that if I want people to study God's word in context of the whole story, I need to give them the whole story. So I think there is a beauty in having looked at the Bible as it was written before you ever study it. So I, I love to tell new believers, just read the whole Bible, just read the whole thing so that as you're reading, you can refer back to what's going on. I, I'm not saying study it cover to cover up front, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's quite the task. But if you've <laughs> read it from the first page to the last page, just like when you read a novel, if you've read that whole book, the second time you read it, you're like, oh, that makes sense because later on this is going to happen. There's 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 so much context that's available for you if you've just read the whole book. Mm hmm. Okay. And, and you, you, you mentioned that, um, you mentioned study in community. Um, not that reading on your own is not okay, but well, you'll definitely read it, <laughs> but, 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 but that we must, and I guess that's that forsaking, not the assembling. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, and I do study the Bible a lot alone because mm -hmm. there's just, there's just no way to have people at your house 24 seven. So I do study the, the Bible a lot on my own, my own. And honestly, a lot of the revelation that I provide in that book, I got in my prayer corner alone with God. But some of the deepest revelations I've had in my life is where I'm sitting in the living room with a group of Christians, whether they're Christians who are older in the faith and are walking alongside me as brothers and sisters, or if they're, they're people that I'm teaching, but just sitting with people and just throwing out some thoughts and saying, what does the Bible say about this? And just hearing what they see. There's so much beauty in it because one of the things that um, I think the ministry of Paul is very clear on is that God has designed us in a way where I cannot do this without you. You cannot do this without me. We need each other. Mm -hmm. And to, to try to do anything without each other is to violate God's design. And we both know you don't get to what God has for you without following his design. And that's that 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 fellowship that is needed, the Konania. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. And so, um, I, I like um, one of the you had a little statement that said, and I think this is so true. You said, "The longer you live, and the more you experience, the easier it becomes to interpret new information because you have an understanding of the way the world works and the general consequences for certain actions." And so, I, I think that concept of like you could go somewhere and you could hear someone speak a word, right? And you heard it and you got a little bit, but down the line, you hear somebody else speaking the same topic and you get a little more of the word. And then the next time you've been like, Oh, revelation. Absolutely. I find, I finally, I know for myself, you know, I'd be like, I've heard this message preached for 20 years. I know. And today <laughs> Look at the revelation that God poured onto it. Yeah, sometimes it's 
sometimes it's crazy to me how I will I will read something that I know that I know I've read this twenty or thirty times, but today I get it. It's, it it kind of reminds me of like when we were kids, and you know when you start out learning the alphabets and the numbers, you 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 know you just kind of gradually start working it, and then before you know it, you singing it, you got it down, and then you got it, and it's always with you. I never I've never forgotten how to um how to say my ABCs or how to count. No ma'am. So the same thing is it, it sounds simple, but. If we want more of the word, if we want more of the truth, we have to dig in and delve into it. Absolutely. And it's it's important. And I think that for, I think it's safe to say that the majority of our generation does not do that. And I, I don't think that's entirely from laziness or from, um, from people not desiring to know God deeper. I think it's just that no one said do it. No one has taken the time to say to our young Christians, you need to study this book. You need to understand this book. You need to do more than just come on Sunday morning. And you need to do more than just not swear or, or do things that you know are wrong. You need to study the Word of God. Um, and so that's that's really my heart is to say to this generation, get in the Word. Um, and, and in particular with the Old Testament, just to say this, this, this book isn't boring. This isn't the old God versus the new God. Uh, he is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Um, and if you want to understand who he is, you have to see what he's done. You have to follow the story because it's our story. And that's the thing a lot of us miss. We look at it like that was Israel's story and this is ours. No, this this whole thing is our story. This whole thing is our story. We come into that by faith. And so I just want to challenge this generation uh, to seek out the word, um, to chase it desperately and to chase it accurately. Do you think um, just from experience um, that sometimes it's hard to have um fellowship or right fellowship for or, or, or do you just think just being a part of any any grouping makes it fellowship i mean uh yes and no i mean okay i've been in i've been in so many groups of people that don't think the way that i think and i can have genuine fellowship with them because mm -hmm. although your perspective helps me to grow your perspective is not necessary for me to grow okay. I, I can grow you know what i mean i can read the word myself so I, I don't so yes all fellowship is fellowship and i enjoy it all and, and i love to spend time with people in different denominations and in different ways of thinking people even people who think i'm crazy i love to spend time with people but there is something beautiful about being in a group of people who are chasing jesus the way that i'm chasing jesus a group of people who are hungry the way that i'm hungry who are thirsty the way that i'm thirsty um, and who are open to hear God's voice the way I'm open to hear God's voice. There's something beautiful about that uh, and, and, and just causes me to grow at a level that I can't in other, in other communities. So, yes, all, all community is community. Please chase it. If you have opportunity <laughs> for community, go after it with all that you are. But if you can find people who are hungry for Jesus the way you're hungry for Jesus, don't let go. All right. That's good. That's good. Don't let don't let go. You you said um, as a culture, we view the study of God's word as an optional discipline. Yes, ma'am. And why do you think we know that's not the case for everybody? But why do oh, you think but why do you think that is an issue? 
I think, and I, and I don't think it's, I don't, once again, I don't think this is something that is someone's fault. Mm-hmm. I think it's just something that happened. I think that like looking at history over time, one of the things that happened is as the, as the apostles started to die out, a lot of the church got afraid of, you know, invading heresy, specifically the, the Gnostics a lot of the times. And, and what we, we did as a culture, um, which was understandable, but did a little bit of damage is we kind of, we kind of got in this place where we said those who are particularly understanding of God's word, let's leave it to them to understand God's word. And let's just listen. Let's let them protect the truth of God's word. And so we've gotten to this kind of mentality that says, since my pastor is going to feed me and he's smarter than me and he's been trained to do this, I'm not going to do it because he's doing it. Let me just, let me just respect his gift. Um, and although I do respect that gift, and I love to learn, and I love to, to learn from people who are smarter than me. My house is filled with books written by people who I am absolutely confident are smarter than I am. But I still have to chase Jesus. That can't be. That can't be how I find him. So when you say, I mean, okay, because I, I, okay, so to chase Jesus is to build a relationship with him, right? Absolutely. So if we're chasing Jesus and we're building a relationship, how, because I want the, I want the listener to, to, to grasp it. So how does studying his word help in that effort? Well, I mean, in the same way that spending time with my wife helps us to be more intimate, me, me knowing the way she thinks and, and knowing her past and knowing mm-hmm. her story helps me to really find my place in it. If I don't know who she is, if I don't know what she's been through, I don't know where she's going. And if I don't know where she's going, I can't go with her. And that's one of the problems that we have with our our pursuit of God is that a lot of us don't bother to take the time to know where he's been. We don't take the time to know what what his heart is beating for, what he's hungry for, what he's thirsty for, what he's chasing. And because of that, we struggle to really come with him because we really just don't know what he's doing. Um, So I think studying God's word not only helps us, obviously, to understand the things that he wants for us, but it helps us to really see him. Uh, to, to treasure him, to love him, to, to embrace him as real, as opposed to a concept or a thought. I like that. I like that. And, and I think, I think that's, a good, that's a good way to, um, to, to, to explain it. We build community um, even with, with people that we engage. And so the same would be true and even greater for our relationship with Christ Jesus. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that I'm most hungry for. It's not what I address in this book, but it's really my heart is that by exposing people to God's story, I'm hoping that I give them a a facet to enter it. I want to give them a way to enter God's story and to make it their story. I like that. That, That's good. That's good. So um, let me me see what else I have here to to ask you. My goodness. That's that's been some really um, great dialogue. So for the reader, I mean, for the listener, the reader, well, they'll be reading your book too prayerfully, Uh, but for the listener of the podcast, if there was one takeaway that you would want them to have to, that would draw them to get the book, what would it be? You know, uh, there's so many things I can think of, but I think, and this is going to sound weird because this book is, is primarily about the Old Testament, but I think that the thing that reading that book should leave you with is the concept that God has always loved me. Not that he started loving me at the cross, not that he started loving me when I said that prayer, 
but that he has always loved me, that his heart has always beat for me, that he has, from the beginning of time, been setting the story up because he's hungry to know me. I think that's the takeaway that, that people should get from this book. I think we can't have enough of Jesus. <laughs> Absolutely. That's good. So um, we're our time is kind of winding down here, which is a good thing. This has been a good interview. So um, is the book is already on Amazon. Am I correct? There is a Kindle version for pre-order on Amazon. Um, you can order a pre-order of the physical copy on my personal website, though, which is just michaelleborn.com. Okay, Michael, so um, what what else or is there anything else that you would like to share with the listener to encourage them, to motivate them, to empower them, to gain a stronger relationship with the Lord, digging deeper in his word? Just share. It. Absolutely. Uh, anyone listening, I just want you to know that this this story with Jesus, this this pursuit of God. It's not something that takes effort. It's not something you have to fight through. It's just something you embrace. I want you to know that as you read the word, the one thing you're looking for is this one revelation that God loves me um, and he loves you. And that, that's just that's all I really want people to take away from this book and, and from this conversation that we've had here is that the pursuit of God's word is not about understanding things deeper. It's about understanding that he loves me. If you understand that, if you grasp that, if you let the word speak to you until you really get that, everything else God has for you will come into your life naturally. Just get that. He loves you. And I think someone listening is probably going through something at this point in their life. And just to hear that, that Jesus loves you is just the, the few words that are needed to make a difference in their life on today. So I want to thank you so much for sharing a bit about the master narrative. I want to encourage the listeners to uh, purchase a copy of it. There's some great um, depth of thought in there. The, 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 the layout is very easy to follow. It's very um, clearly written. Um, you don't have to go dig deep because Michael has already done the work for you. So now all you have to do is pull your Bible out, your notebook out, and then align it. And so, um, Michael, I want to thank you again uh, for, for sharing with us on today. Uh, I pray uh, blessings over you, the ministry that you you and your wife, wife are doing with discipleship. And I pray increase also for you. I just I hear the Lord saying, I don't normally come from this pocket, but I just hear the Lord saying that um, there's so much more that you haven't even begun to tap into um, that you are going to do in your community. Um, so be, be prepared. <laughs> thank you. Be, be prepared. So listeners, I want to thank you uh, for tuning in. Remember, this is our 25th episode. So we're going to be on a little break. Continue listening to the different podcasts. Go back, listen to all of them. I even go back and listen to them. And I get encouraged myself as to what I have shared or the Lord has shared through me or, or through whoever's been on the show. Again, <clears throat> follow me on Facebook. Join my Dr. Annette West Speaks group. If you have any topics, make sure you share them with me so that we can start preparing for our next season. Again, I want to thank you for spending this 30 minutes with us. And I hope 
much success for you as you continue, Michael, in all of the efforts that are before you. Thanks again for checking in with us today, Michael. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye-bye, everyone. We'll see you soon.